0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey Podcast with your host, Emma Daughter.
1: Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Miss Bella Martinez. Howdy. Bella, I'm so glad you're here. We go we go way back. Way back. And uh, I know you really well, but the listeners probably don't. Some of them might. You're, you're around Watermark and in a few different ministries. But tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord and what God's done in your life since then.
0: Yeah, so when I was in high school, I started going to a church simply because a friend invited me. When I was at the church, I was like, yeah, I totally agree with this. Like, God is real, but my life just didn't reflect anything like that. And I really didn't believe the gospel. I just knew a lot about it. And so after graduating high school— I went to corporate America and I just had a friend who was a follower of Christ who actually went to Watermark, who just loved me really well. A coworker. A co-worker, yes. And just being friends with this coworker, God just revealed to me, Hey, you're a sinner, come to me. And so I started going to Watermark and I learned so much about God and what his word said. And through that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure following Christ. Like, I'm trying to do all these things, going to church on Sunday, going to Bible study, doing all these things. However, when I wasn't at church, nothing in my life reflected Christ. And I was trying to follow him in my own strength. In the summer of 2019, I actually went to a Christian summer camp to be a camp counselor. The camp was called TBRM, and Emma was actually my camp director. I was the boss. Yep, the big boss.
1: (laughs) Which is totally God's sovereignty that that's when our lives intersected because that was the summer before I started the Institute. And I just went to fill an interim position for maybe a month and a half. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of a last minute, not super last minute, but like wasn't in the plans that I'd laid out for myself.
0: And it was pretty amazing. The first week of camp, if you don't know, you really get trained on how to do your job, how to do administrative things with being a counselor, and then also how to share the gospel with the girls that you're going to be counseling. And In being trained on how to share the gospel, the Lord actually opened my eyes to understand the gospel for the first time, what it meant to really follow Him, not with my own strength, but through the strength of Christ in me.
1: So, Bella, I remember sitting on that porch with you in those rocking chairs, and you're going back to Dallas for the weekend. You turn 21, and we're sitting there. You've just come to understand the gospel more fully, and you were struggling. Tell us about that.
0: Like I said earlier, was not living my life for the gospel on the weekends, was partying in Dallas. And I turned twenty one and so I can legally drink now. And on the weekends we had off, and so I was going to go to Dallas. And we have this policy that if you drink any alcohol while you're in your contract, whether you're on site at camp or off site, you are no longer on staff because they just hold such a high value. Yeah, living living above reproach. Yeah, shepherding these girls is a big deal. And I was telling Emma, hey. When we're not at camp, I just don't think that I could not drink alcohol. Like, this is what I want. I feel like I'm not strong enough to follow this rule. And just really coming to Emma in vulnerability.
1: Yeah. And it's crazy now to see you because I really challenged you then. But it was this moment of you realizing, hey, the gospel isn't about my strength and what I can do. It's Christ. I mean, as you just shared, Christ working in and through me on our own. We don't have the power to say no.
0: Yeah. And so it was a really cool opportunity for me to— submit to Christ and follow Him in His strength, and then have the privilege of Emma walking alongside me in that time of learning what it looked like to really follow the gospel.
1: And now, you fast forward the clock, I mean, you've grown so, so much. Yeah. Three years later, what? where are you serving today? What's God doing in your life?
0: God is doing some amazing things. So, I recently graduated with my bachelor's degree from the University of Texas 15 days ago. Um, And here at Watermark, I get the privilege of hanging around two different ministries. So the first ministry is Watermark Health. If you don't know, Watermark has three nonprofit urgent cares that serve people who don't have insurance or their insurance simply doesn't cover enough. And the second is Oasis, which is a ministry for single-parent families. And Emma, the most exciting thing about me right now is that in the fall, I will be starting my first semester at Dallas Theological Seminary, getting my Master's of Theology. And we're
1: so excited. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be great. But today, we are in 1 Timothy 4. And so when you read this chapter, Bella, what what pricked your heart? What stood out or what did you notice? Yeah, there
0: is a lot of amazing things in this chapter. But as a young adult, I'd have to say verse 12 sticks out. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. I had the amazing privilege of when I was 21 to be put in a position of leadership in a women's ministry here at Watermark, where I got to study God's Word and shepherd women a lot older than me. And shortly after that, I was blessed to be able to step into vocational ministry full-time. So because I've been blessed to be able to be in leadership roles at a young age, I've been in a number of rooms where I feel like people just see me for my age, even though I have so much more to offer. And regardless of your age, there's teaching here for everyone. So don't tune out if you don't consider yourself quote-unquote young. Whether you're a 20-year-old in a room of 30s or a 30-year-old in a room of 40s, or heck, a 60-year-old in a room of 65-year-olds, no matter your age, this verse is applicable to you because there will always be people older than you. What we see Timothy called to do when people look down on him for age was very different than how we want to act in our flesh. Paul didn't tell Timothy to tell those people off, to argue, to ignore, or even to disrespect. No, Paul told Timothy to set an example through his actions, through his speech, conduct, love, faith, purity, his actions of leading a godly life, of training himself for godliness. Now, to be clear, setting an example isn't about being perfect. You can set an example even when you mess up by owning your mistakes quickly and taking responsibility for your actions. When I'm in a room, when I feel like people see me just for my age, I have to remind myself of this verse, that what truly matters, what honors God is my actions when people are watching and even when no one is watching. My actions are what honors God, not what people think of me. What honors God is choosing to train yourself for godliness and that comes from knowing God's word and living it out. Psalm 1, 1 1-3 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on it day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither. whatever they do prospers. When it says law, think God's word, the Bible. Blessed is the one who delights in God's word and meditates on it day and night. While it's easier said than done, it's possible through Christ's strength to live this verse out. Just like I mentioned earlier, I can only follow God through his strength, but it takes intentionality. It takes discipline. Similar to the discipline it takes to train your body for a sport, it takes discipline and an active decision to live this verse out. I would challenge those listening to take the five aspects, speech, conduct, love, faith, purity, and take time to reflect on how you can be an example to others in those areas. And if that feels overwhelming, that's okay. Instead, just pick one to focus on and ask God for the strength to follow through. How can I honor God and set an example in faith? I would encourage you to take one step today towards godliness. What will that step be for you?
1: So a lot of people listening might not know, I'm 25, so I am relatively younger. And because I started school young and graduated college early, I just went into full-time ministry at a younger age than most. And so this verse continues to encourage me and convict me. And it's so fun uh, to see you walking this out. I just want to encourage you because I think it's easy to hear, hey, at 21, I came to fully understand the gospel. And then at 21, I got to lead a Bible study small group, and that could be confusing. Uh, But what I've seen, Bella, in you is that you've taken this verse seriously. And as you have surrendered to the Spirit's work in your life, you have grown exponentially. And I know that it can be a challenge to be young, and especially to have not grown up in the church, like a lot of people around here. But your testimony and and your faithfulness is so needed in the church. And so thank you, Bella, for being faithful to, to follow the Lord and to live in the light, but also to faithfully prepare for this episode. Thank you, Emma. Hey, I'm so glad we are all on this journey together.